Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. The sun is shining. It is a, uh, you know, a new week. Claudio's home. I'm feeling uh, good and adjusty and tired, but hiding it. How are you? (laughs) Good, good. My sister and her partner hosted like live local music at their house in their driveway um, out in the woods yesterday last night and it was so fun adam and i went he's home and so it was a really fun time that is so fun mm-hmm. what a great idea i feel like that's something you cannot do here as easily <laughs> so <laughs> I would, they'd be so into that yeah no they have a huge yard and they're kind of out in the you know on the edge of town and so it was a blast it was so fun and then we got home and sylvie was already cuddled up in her bed and so so my Friday night. How how are you doing? Coming weekend, we are going to see our friend's show. He's playing um like his second show with his band, I think in Queens. So we're gonna go do that, and then a little birthday party for Eloise, Abigail's daughter. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So it'll be good. A nice, relaxing, you know, long weekend. We're off on Friday for Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, so it'll be good. I'm really looking forward to just like getting into routine. Hopefully, you know, the boys are home now until at least through next year. So I can like put roots down. Yeah, (laughs) I know. We have the holiday shows, which I'm so looking forward to. We need to get something set in the books so we can maybe do our our shared viewing of Orchestra Wives, which is a film from when? The the 40s? The 40s. Yeah. I cannot wait. I, I, I mean, it has rave reviews. Granted, there were, what, like five films in the 40s, but... <laughs> People loved that one. Something that I think we I mentioned the other day when we were talking about it was that the song At Last originated in that film. That's pretty wives. cool. Yeah, pretty we need cool. to watch it. And with hopefully with viewers, listeners around us. Yeah. Somehow. If you guys are listening to this like, and you have any suggestions for a platform that we can kind of live stream a movie and chit chat with you guys about it that would be very helpful because tech is not our thing (laughs) we're learning yes well speaking of tech i think it's relevant to our question today yes it is and i will ask that from instagram we got a dm and it says as a fan when i see internet trolls criticizing and insulting my favorite artists sometimes i feel so offended and angry i find it so difficult not to hop in and defend them how do you handle being public figures and or loving public figures in today's day and age of the internet? This is such a great question. Um, I think it's multifaceted. To start, for me, what I don't understand is why having a creative job makes you a target or why people feel that because you do this one thing for a living, you shouldn't be able to have opinions. You know, you shouldn't be able to 
change, to do things differently, to speak out about anything else. It's a job, right? It's a career. People try to shut it down and say that you don't deserve to have a voice because you're an entertainer. Um, It's like, just shut up and make a song. Well, no one tells you to shut up and do an oil change. Like, what, what are you talking about? It's so, it really makes me crazy because it's, we're all on the same playing field here, right? We all have these things that we've chosen to do to make a living, but that doesn't diminish your ability to have feelings and to have thoughts and opinions. So that's the first thing. Um, I don't love when people say negative things. I think I've learned over the years to dive into the comment section way less than I used to for self-preserving reasons, because I get really pissed when I read things that are negative about, you know, about these people that I know personally, obviously my husband, but everybody involved in the band. And it's especially when it's something that people think that they understand or that they know about, but they actually don't have information about. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, do I, do I get into this? Like, no, it's really not my job to inform them. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not their job to know most of the time. People are going to have opinions, you know, and, and I think it's hard to allow the positive ones and then get mad about the negative ones. Yes. And those are the ones you fixate on clearly. But Mm -hmm. I think to just recognize that as much as we're allowed to do the things we want to do, people are allowed to talk about them. And I don't know. I I don't really have, I don't have any advice except like stay out of the comments, but there is a protective nature that snaps into place when you see something like that. What about you? Like maybe you have better. No, I don't. It is very multifaceted. Like you said, there is something about creative work that for some reason in our culture, we've created a lot of space for critique and even judgment or it because I think the nature of creative work can trigger so many emotions in people that can get really reactive about it you know and so that's interesting but it's it's a fine line to walk because on one end you want to feel as a creative person that your work is touching people that it's um being appreciated and that so you do want those positive positive feedback to know that you're you know channeling something that is touching people but on the other side of it, you're making art from your for your for yourself, from your soul, from whatever the creative sources or the creative gods or whatever, whatever, however metaphysical you want to get about it. You're just making art, and mm-hmm. so you don't need any thing. You don't need any feedback. You don't need any. It's just an offering that you're placing on an altar, you know, of music or or writing, and that's it. You don't even you can walk away from it, but it's hard when people come to your site or taking back Sunday's site or their Instagram to criticize it. Yeah. Or to tell you what to do. Oh my God. When I see that, I'm like, what, you know what I say? I say like, what is wrong with people? That's, That's nothing wrong with people. It's fine, but it is a little aggressive. It's one thing for people to have an opinion and put it on their own Instagram or their own whatever platform. That's, it's just, People have been doing that forever and responding to art forever like that. And that's fine. But to go to someone else's site or or Instagram page or their DMs or whatever and tell them something negative is next level. It is. And I think there is a shared ownership with creative product. Um, It is this creative, beautiful process that then becomes a product. And so I think it's really hard for people sometimes to separate 
um, I'm supporting this artist or I'm supporting this writer. I'm supporting this process. I should have a say in what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's this weird sense of ownership that happens sometimes when it's great, when it's productive, when it's um, when it's open, it can be really lovely. Like it's creating this fan base and community where people like let each other grow and then support each other's art. And um, so it can really work in nice ways. But when it becomes, you know, I don't like that you're happy because your art has changed. I think you should be a miserable, depressed person (laughs) so that you can continue making the art that I want you to make. That's a totally different, (laughs) that's a different animal. And that's not healthy for, you know, people like you and I to be on the inside of what that creation looks like and to watch the process and see how meaningful it is um, and how much somebody like bleeds into an album or into a project that they're working on and the vulnerability of putting that out into the world and then to have people just not even be constructive, but just be mean. Yeah, like be offended. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's interesting. And that thing you said about like that it is a product, like a live show is a, you know, you pay for that potentially. And so, I, you know, you're responding to the like a product review, which is mm-hmm. not what art is. It's not. And we can see it that way and make sense of it in that sense where people are responding. But in another sense, it's more pure. You know, it's like, can yes. we move from the like kind of hyper commercialization or um, capitalism of that? But at the same time. It's interesting to me because like art's always been critiqued and and so that's fine. You have an opinion, (laughs) but it's not the fact. When I, when I look at a lot of book reviews for books I'm going to read or books that I love, uh, you know, like even Handmaid's Tale, right? And there's a lot of one star reviews where people are so offended, but they're also like, they don't understand that their interaction with it isn't just their own. They really take it for fact. They believe everything they think. And so they think that the book is bad instead of just this wasn't for me or it scared me and I didn't like it. And instead I'm telling everyone that it was bad. I don't know. You know, whatever people are responding to is fine and and their opinions are fine, but not understand. Taking your opinion as fact, especially when it comes to art criticism, it can be frustrating for a writer and for a musician's wife. If you're if you're just looking at something without recognizing the process, that's what makes art important. You go to a, an art museum and you know the medium, you know, you learn about their process, why things are done a certain way. That's valuable. Um, and if you choose to just experience the product and your reaction is a negative one, that's okay. You're mm-hmm. allowed to do that. And then the other thing I notice is there's a lot of misplaced rage because people don't necessarily understand how the industry works. Like, obviously, the artist is going to do what they can to remedy situations and to show up and to be better and to make not make mistakes, you know, the next time and, you know, right the wrongs. But there's only so much in certain situations that things can be done. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. I saw that a lot with the Rage Against the Machine summer tour. I love I love Rage Against the Machine very much. And so I would le- read the comments about the shows. I wanted to see what people were saying. And a lot of people were complaining about the price of tickets as if, first of all, as if because they're their stance, they should be working for free or something or letting yeah. people go for free. But I but it was the same thing. It's like maybe you don't understand that when you hire unionized workers or when you're paying your crew and your 
every employee on the stage and every bus driver a living wage, you that money has to come from somewhere. Yes. And that's why. It's because when you're paying $23 for a ticket at a big show, you might be wondering how that's possible. And you might ask if it's feasible that everyone's getting paid a living wage, you know? And so I was fascinated by how many people... And besides the fact that Rage Against the Machine donated, but uh, donated like so much money at every show, it was a such a a gap. Mm-hmm. And I think it really boils down to that we don't necessarily value art, even though we need it to survive. And people ingest it every single day. It is the soundtrack to your workday. It is the colors on your wall. People do not, at the heart of it, believe that it's real, valuable work. And I think that's because we've been pushed to believe that it's not real and valuable. And it is. And there's this line in a uh, Rilo Kiley song, I think. It's like, folk singers sing songs for the working. We're just recreation for all the doctors and lawyers. I think about that often. Mm. It's really like, this is a meaningful career path. And this is just fun. Um, And then there's also just the people who are assholes. (laughs) Yes, you know physical attacks or just mean people it comes back around you know it's that karma the idea it's it's not even necessarily the notion of karma but what you give out you get back and so it's just yeah you get stuck people get and get stuck in critical you know like cycles or negative or unappreciative ungrateful um i yeah sometimes i see comments and i think what a projection (laughs) what a projection and then you feel it's easy to not be as reactive because you're like i don't even need to get involved in that yeah if you are in an argument with somebody and you ask them what can be done to change your mind and they don't have an answer that you're not going to change their mind so i guess my advice for this listener would be if it's something that you know you're not going to change somebody's opinion on, don't engage. If there's something that doesn't have a tangible fix or um, you can't discuss in a healthy manner, just shut it down, walk yeah. away, go enjoy your life. Go do something beneficial or fun or that you enjoy. And to be fair, like some people won't like every song and they don't have to and no. they won't. I just wish they wouldn't go to <laughs> tell someone else that. <laughs> Say it on your platform. You know, absolutely. You're entitled to your opinion. You're not going to like every song. You're not going to like every book. You're not going to like every experience. And that is completely valid. And you're completely welcome to share that. But you got to think about what, why you're sharing it, why you really feel that way. Uh, What, you know, like you're just kind of being open and curious. I mean, even with press, right? You know, certain outlets have just preconceived notions about what they like, what they don't like, what they're going to cover, what they're not going to cover. And this has been, with Coheed anyway, this is 20 years they've been doing this and churning away and growing despite being overlooked a lot of the time by yeah. by larger press or by the general public or, you know, what is popular music. Sometimes it doesn't matter. You find your niche and you just mm-hmm. keep doing what you do and we're not crying in our soup about it at night. It's like a moment of sadness where you're like, oh, man, that somebody said something mean. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, let's go keep making more cool stuff. And yeah, don't let it define who you are or change your trajectory. Yeah, keep your focus on what you want. Yeah, and kind of let the rest go. It it, it can be hard. It can be easy to be reactive. But then you think, oh, you know what I could do? Write a poem <laughs> or drink a glass of wine or watch Love is Blind or hug my husband or, you know, he could be writing a new song or, you know, so... 
Yeah. Kind of no skin off my back moment. Hopefully, unless it, there are things that are damaging and hurtful. But if it is that bad, you just kind of get back up again. Yep. And honestly, if you do write a poem, as you and I know, <laughs> there's one form of artwork that you will never get to <laughs> share with anybody else. <laughs> For you. <laughs> For your own benefit. We are. Oh. This is the whole reason behind this podcast. I've probably shared this with listeners before, but one of our mastermind evil schemes is to get our poetry collections published. They're ready. This, this They're is like a lifelong go. investment. <laughs> Long game. All right. I don't, know. I don't know what we answered. There's a lot of ideas there. Yeah. And I don't know that there is an answer. This is especially really just like learning to take criticism and yes. know when it's constructive and know when it's just hateful. True. Yeah. And that's another thing is like you can lower your defenses and say, well, is there anything, is there a kernel to work with here? And, and that's kind of the question because if it's constructive criticism or feedback, you can be like, oh, I could learn something. But if it's just not, then you know you can't and you, that's when you can really just say, not for me. Yep. Keep on keeping on, keep on making your art, keep on doing your things. Stop making mean comments if you are on the internet. <laughs> just remember there are real people with real lives and you know but art is an offering it's a gift yeah you don't have to take the gift throw it away return it get return. a gift for seeing <laughs> find something you love and go to a new taste that yeah for sure i like this question this will not be the last time we talk about this i'm sure it's interesting but in the end you can just be okay everything's okay like you said we're just doing our thing. No one's crying into their alphabet soup. Well, I hope everybody enjoys their week. And as always, keep sending your questions in and letting us know what you like, what you didn't like, who you want to see. And we'll see you next week. We'll hear you. You'll hear us next week. Bye. <laughs>